Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. You gotta put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is a comedian originally from Denver, Colorado. He made an appearance on this show, episode 43, and it's been nothing but up ever since. I'm taking full credit. When he's holding a microphone, he's one of the funniest dudes in New York City. He has a killer Instagram feed, at HeWasFunny, which has new comedy content seemingly every day. He's recently jet-setted with Tracy Morgan to write, film those Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl commercials that you saw, and he's working on a new app. It's top secret. Maybe he'll talk about it coming soon. So Lord knows if all that's happened in the last appearance. Watch out for after this one, bitches. It's John Laster. What's happening, man? I'm happy to be back. (laughs) Well, we Uh, like it. I am honored. Oh, man, forget about it. We love having you. Um, you know what somebody, I was talking to Leslie Jones, our mutual friend, and um, she said yeah. she once called, she uh, she was talking about uh, somebody else and called him Swag Adjacent. I'm like, I'm using that. That is my new name, Swag Adjacent. <laughs> That's going to be my new rap name. I'm just telling you right now. Um, I like it. Yeah, I knew it. It's because I, I sort of am. Um, how's your pandemic going? Uh, you film stuff with this little bubble crew, so it's. Go- I think you're having a pretty good one. That's from the outside looking in. You tell me. I think my pandemic is going phenomenal, man. To be flagrantly honest, I know it's blasphemous to say that. You're supposed to say, "Oh my God, this is the worst year ever." <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, one of the things I learned about myself is um, I hate people. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> so so when you hate people, you don't mind not being around them, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think yeah, a lot of so people I, have learned that. Yeah. So and, I've, um, and you get I, less sick, that's for sure. And you get a lot less sick. You spend a lot less money in Ubers. Um, this was a pretty good run for me, man. Yeah. How's that? How, you did all, you have this crazy Instagram account now that's blown up since the last time you've been here. This at, he was uh, that's fine. He was funny. Um, talk yeah. about talk about how you decided to just do this and how it's now like crazy. Um, you know, uh, prior to the pandemic, actually going into the pandemic too, I I shoot skits every day, so I was shooting comedy skits and then putting up some stand up content. But primarily, I mean, I was shooting. I was putting up some at, at one point in time. I think two skits a day, and then of course, you know, we had the George Floyd situation, so I switched a lot of my content to uh, a challenge that I had entitled the John Laster challenge, yeah. which was black, black men and women talking about their experience with the police. You know, it's not a political thing. It's just talking about experiences that we've had with the police. And it got picked up by the New York times and Buzzfeed and a bunch of major podcasts. Um, and, um, and then, you know, I've, I've been back to some, uh, some lighter content, 
I should say. But uh, yeah, <laughs> things have been going good, man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah. So hit hit up. He was funny, and and check out some of what I'm doing. I mean, a lot of that's going to be. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be up there because this this new app that I've also started to create during this downtime has been taking over a lot of my time. Oh, well, talk. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, I you, you're sitting there watching some guy get choked out of the street. That's about your height, your weight. And I was like, damn, that could be me. You know, and people are out yelling and screaming in the street, you know, no justice, no peace. And I was like, I want to do something different. I get it. You know what I mean? But I'm just not the type of black person to march all the way to Manhattan from Brooklyn. You know, so I was like, let me come up with a different solution. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, man. That's like fucking five miles. And I, you know, I'm, I'm here for black people, man, but. Not five miles. The million, you know what I'm man, million man march down to one a man marching march. app. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a lot. So I said, man, fuck it, man. Why don't I build an app to support black businesses, um, which is what I've done, man. And the prototype is done, man. And people are already using it, man. So it's going extremely oh, wow. well. It should, it should be. Yeah, I actually have a meeting, man. I, I was talking to um, to some of my friends. I sent it to a few of them, and they were like, hey, you gotta, you know get with this crew um there's a company that that helps you know startups um down at the brooklyn navy yard and i'm headed down there today they they got the prototype and they were like dude welcome aboard this is the type cool. of thing that you know could turn into a billion dollar company and we want you uh you know under our roof so i'm going down to hang out with them actually today man all right wow. well we won't so, keep you that long yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did he so, ruin his so billion that, dollar company yeah, he was on yeah. my podcast <laughs> for an hour and missed the deadline a billion makes me so, excited that's for sure yeah that's great oh absolutely as it should man so 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 it's so it's so it's on the move man and it kept me from marching all over the goddamn place so it's 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 a win-win cool well, good. well also and probably gets you out of the house too like with the pandemic you know the pandemic i would think the one downside for john laster it's has it curtailed like you know the private life, so to speak, or do you swab these chicks, quarantine them, sex them, and release them to the wild? <laughs> Neil, just Neil, just so you know, John may have played yeah, Division One, but his dick went pro. You know, that's a that's another app right there. That's another app. Yeah. <laughs> that's app number two. Yeah, yeah, uh, pro pro dick app. You know, <laughs> how's that going, man? I mean, to be honest with you, man, like, it's so crazy that, like, I was really pretty, you know, chill. I think part of it is, man, I've, I've been there, done that. I'm actually mentally in a space that I could I could settle down. I know oh that sounds crazy. Oh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> we got to win. We, this, is, uh, this is breaking news, Neil. That's another app. That's yo, a third app. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, I know this is this is an exclusive. Wow, I'm, I'm letting it go. I'm, I'm letting it go on four corners, man. Um, <laughs> I could, I could, I could, I could settle down. So I've not really been in that space. And to be flagrantly honest with you, I write with um, three different writing partners sometimes a day. So ten in the morning, sometimes in the middle of the day, and then at six o'clock at night. Wow. So between that man and, and getting the app together, I've I've, I've been kind of focused. Nice. Oh, see, not deterred yeah. by yeah. the women. Yeah, oh, see, this... you eliminate women from your life. You know, see how focused you are. Oh man. Exactly. Yeah, that that in that in vodka. 
Um, <laughs> exactly. Liberate those two things. Well, you know. You know. You cut out the women, the vodka, the cocaine, and you have a lot more time on your hands. <laughs> it's amazing. Are you a? Uh, are, you, are you a movies guy? Do you binge anything while you're uh, in quarantine? Do you watch anything? And there's a lot of content, and it's not a black content. We were just Neil and I were just talking. We, my wife and I, just finished two. I, I literally the last three movies I watched. Get this, John. Uh, Ma Rainey, right? Uh, oh yeah, Black Bottom. Yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. I haven't seen that one yet. And That's the Lucas one, Brothers involved in that. And One Night in Miami. Yeah. Is that crazy? All those are phenom- phenomenal films. Yeah, good films. Phenomenal films. Wait, how are the and Lucas Ma Brothers Ray- involved in the Lucas Brothers, the comics? Yes. We're involved in yes, Judas and the Judas Judas and the and the Black Messiah. Yeah. How are they involved? Uh, they're producers. On, on that? that? Are you kidding? No, not at all. I remember them telling me about that long time ago at at, uh, at brunch. Oh my god! They, yeah, at they brunch, just got they a were, big they deal. They were working on that. They just yeah. Got a, they're I gonna mean, make. That, uh, sorry, they're gonna make a Judd Apatow film. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I had no idea oh, wow. the Lucas yeah. brothers. Wow. <laughs> Good for them. I like those guys. Yeah. Oh man, they're great guys. Yeah. Both. Of, I I love them both. Yeah. Both great guys. Yeah. <laughs> It really is like you're talking to stereo. But anyway, those three the those three uh, movies, good movies. You know, do you watch? And so you've seen all of them, obviously. Do you watch anything else on uh, during the pandemic that you can recommend? Um, no, but I just I just watched um, those those three joints too. I just got through um, the last one. I just I just watched uh, one night in Miami. As a matter of fact, just a couple of days ago. But I thought it was phenomenal. I'm really starting to one love, but also to understand this um this play format that um i think in particular black directors and producers are using you know because one of the the one of the big complaints that you've heard out of hollywood all these years is that they won't give us money for the big budget films but they're being able to pull it off with these ma rainies and these one night in um in miami because those films man both of them were really, really gripping. Oh, you know what else I watched that was, I would say, even more Ma Rainey and One Night in Miami than those two? Um, uh, Malcolm Ted, and Ted Lasso? Malcolm, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> 12 Angry Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else is what else is in more more in more in one room than those two movies. Right. But um no. but uh yeah, Malcolm Malcolm and Marie. Oh my oh, god! I didn't, man. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I like those two yeah, actors that, though. That's Denzel's kid, and what's her name? She's from Euphoria. Uh, uh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, that's that's, that's Leslie's buddy. That's filmed in one location too, kind yeah. of right there. Yeah, they're very much no, in a play yeah, format. No, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. very much a play format. And Malcolm, Malcolm, and Marie, it's almost like to be honest with you, uh, watching an acting class. The, the Zendaya. Girl, man, yeah. oh my goodness! Yeah, she's amazing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, and this is from a guy who was in, you know, in the Meisner class for over a year of just sitting there staring at people saying the same thing over and over. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, nice shirt. You got a spoon. You you got a spoon. You got a spoon. You got a spoon. I got a fucking spoon. <laughs> I got the fucking spoon. <laughs> I'm going to choke you with this fucking spoon. 
Um, <laughs> I love that. But I mean, really, I so much. really studying the craft. But but if you watch this girl work, man, it was because keep in mind when you're only watching two people the whole movie. If you don't believe one of them, the right. movie's over. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no there's, there's no car crash or no uh, or no Disney characters running through there with costumes on. <laughs> if you don't believe. If you don't believe one of them, you're like, this is a horrible film. Do you, um, and they, go ahead. Sorry, keep going. No, you go. No, you go ahead, Letty. No, I mean, I was just saying. You do you watch any? You these films are great, whatever. Do you, so you you watching some films? Do you watch any college b-ball? I'm running out of time in the segment. That's why I'm speeding it along. Do you do you watch do you watch any of the college basketball season this year? No, man. I've struggled so much, man, watching college basketball after they made that one and you know, that, that you have to play a year. That was just that was a, uh-huh. that was that was a that was that's it's highly offensive. <laughs> the one and done and the one yeah, and done role. Slowly changing, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you guys are gonna make us this money no matter what. Mm-hmm. That is a bad rule. You know, you you would never say that to a baseball player or a tennis player. Y'all black asses are going to get out there and get this money for us no matter what. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. I'm dying to ask you. You've done all these things. Stand up. In episode 43, you were moving to L.A. and you're still in New York. Okay. So question. Yes. first part, why? Second of all, what is the John Lat? You have an app. You have a huge Instagram thing. You're a great comic. You obviously you have all these ideas for TV shows we've spoken about. Um, what is the great gig that you want? What do you? What is the biggest gig you're trying to get? What's the dream gig? Um, the dr- the dream gig, man, is to be able to uh, do good film roles. Film roles, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a better comedic actor than a stand-up. I oh. mean, my film is uh, since we last spoke, our film. Uh, made it to Amazon Prime. So the first film that I have a co-starring role in and produce is called One Bedroom, and it's on Amazon Prime right now. Oh, but, wow. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a better comedic actor than I am a stand-up. So oh, wow. more roles like that, yeah. And we were supposed to shoot two movies last summer, um, uh, you know, this, this team of people that I'm working with. And, of course, COVID shut that down. So that would have been two more films under my belt. But I think as people start to see my acting chops, people will be like, oh, I get it. Oh, cool. You know, yeah, and you, a, and an app that makes you millions of dollars will help propel that. <laughs> are you are you uh <laughs> planning on shooting some of that this summer? Um, if we can get around to it, if we can get everyone's schedules together again. I I'm not gonna lie to you, like the opportunity that I have with this app, I think I would be willing to put all that on hold Ooh, okay. to build this thing up and, and sell it, because then it frees you up to do whatever you want from of there course. on. Out. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. All right, last yeah. question for this round. Um, all right. Give it, who's your favorite basketball player of all time, John? Of all time, yeah. man. I think that I think it's a I think I'm gonna have to say Michael Jordan, but I but I also am gonna put a TBD behind that because I I love what LeBron is doing. All right, so for this next round, let's go LeBron. So it's three sec. There's um, um, there's 1.8 seconds left in the game. You're going three on one down the court. Okay, you have the ball. You're coming down the court. Defender's coming up the middle, and he's gonna stop you. All right. On your left is LeBron James. We still have you. I thought. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. On the left is your LeBron James. On your right is me. 
Okay. I fan out to the three point line. <laughs> okay. You got time to make one play. You're going to pull up and shoot it in the defender's face. You're going to throw it to LeBron forever. He's going to do, but LeBron. Now the defense is coming back and they're running and they're all going to go to LeBron. Cause it's me in the other side. Right. But I'm at the three point. I'm right. wide open. Nobody's running to me. So the ball, you know, you're taking a little chance that the LeBron's going to have to make some kind of move and shoot it over these guys. going to be a little bit of a tough shot, but I'm wide fucking open. Okay. So what do you do? The, the question for John Lasseter, you pull up, take that shot. You try to hit LeBron on the wing or you, you throw it to your buddy. Who's wide open. Go. I, I definitely pull up and take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Is that selfish yeah. in any way? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I pull up and take the shot. First of all, I wouldn't look your direction. Um, <laughs> secondly, when I played ball, yeah. when I played ball in college, my all of my teammates would tell you, all my coaches would tell you that like even in the in the drills, the last game, the last second shots of the game, yep. my all my teammates would tell you, John Laster has ice in his veins. Ah. Like this guy, he <laughs> shoots the he nails more of those he nailed more of those shots in those drills than anyone. Damn. Like no con no no conscious. And I don't think that Le- I think LeBron is always looking for the best play. Yep. I I I live for those moments, so I would just dagger you, and I would never <laughs> even look. I would never even look at you over there on the wing. All right, that shit better go in. That's all I'm saying. Neil, what would you do? Just real quick. <laughs> I know it. Neil would well, make I'm with the pass right away. Neil I'm would definitely throw not throwing to you. Yeah. <laughs> Neil would <laughs> Neil would try and make an unbelievable play past the LeBron James ball going. Yeah, about. I would throw it to LeBron definitely. If I threw to you, <laughs> I would. It would be like it would go down as like the worst pass in the history of. Not basketball. if I made it. You'll never make it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> not if I make that shot. It'll be on TikTok 40 years later. Worst pass in NBA history. <laughs> he has to be right. He's just saying it's a low percentage. Well, the ball's going in, I'm telling I, you. But. I, I, I tell you what, if, if you made it, it would have even more views on TikTok with uh, chariots of fire playing behind <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's true. All right. Let's, let's, let's move on. All right. The second uh, segment I want to do today is um, we, we talk about race when you come on because we have great discussions about it. Now, the last time you were here, I want to talk about race and Trump in particular. Last time you were here, episode 43, I said, now we were going for the racism level. Do you remember this? I was on this kick where what's the racism level in the country? And we all thought it was going to go uh-huh. up through Trump. So I said it was like um, I said it was like a five. OK, at all times to me, it was like when I walk around. Yeah, it's like a five. But we live in New York and you see less of it here. Um, Neil said it was like a seven at all times. And then you said it's off the charts at all times. It's off the charts. Mm-hmm. But your experience wasn't that bad because of athletics, comedy, producing, you know, and you've been over the top less. But you said, you know what, you'll go with it. At, like Neil said, at about a seven. OK, now that we've lived through what we lived through. Um, let's all, let's all, uh, make our amendments. I would like to go with you with off the charts. Oh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, welcome to off the charts. Yes. Uh, thank you. Neil, would you like to go off the charts? Yeah, I'm heading above off the charts. <laughs> something above that. All right. Well, it's funny. It's well, funny. You, yeah, it's funny. You bring that, that, that thing, because that, 
that thing just happened in what thing? The Florida thing. What the Florida? The, uh, the CPAC, CPAC convention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you don't see that, that's racist, like beyond repair. Well, right? I always think they use that word like, oh, we're just conservative, but they just need to every every time they say that word, they everyone just needs to think I'm racist. racist. So instead of the con- that's the word, but the I read this morning the stage. Yeah, it's the Nazi symbol. Yeah, um, I couldn't believe. Is that real? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Was it. Real. I was like, oh my god! It's like right in our face. Right in your face, and no one cares. That's what. Did you see that, John? The 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 stage of CPAC was modeled after a Nazi symbol. I couldn't believe. So it. if you looked at it from well, the aerial, I, aerial view, I mean, nothing surprised me with these guys anymore. They're you know the party's boiling down, and you know so the you know now they're going to be you know, unapologetic, but I, but I, I mean, I, I stick with where I was before. I've, I've always thought that, you know, I think that what's, what's happening more is because the party's boiling down well-to-do educated white people are starting to see what black, kind of like what happened on this podcast are starting (laughs) to see, are starting to see what black people have been screaming from the roofs forever yeah. like no it's not just your uncle who sends you the n-word email <laughs> there are what the the, the the headwind is way stronger than yeah, you think that definitely absolutely. for people of color absolutely yeah. um if he would have won again holy shit right oh if he would have, you know what though let's let's be flagrantly honest if he would have lifted a finger to control covid he would have been in the hunt mm-hmm. he would have won he would have been in the hunt Oh, no, he would have been a lot won. closer. Yep. I don't I don't know that he'd have won, but he'd have got a lot closer. Well, the economy would have been good, and then that's all these guys talk about. When apparently if the economy is good, no matter what happens, the usually the incumbent wins. It doesn't matter, forget about everything else. They'll everybody overlooks everything if their money's good. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. I mean, yeah. They shit on I thought them. it's dumb. I thought the most dangerous thing about him at all times, because everyone was like, oh, he has a nuclear code. So I was like, he's too dumb to use a nuclear code. <laughs> I, always, I, I always thought the most dangerous thing about him was that megaphone. The White House provides you yeah. the ability to get to hundreds of millions of people 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. And, he has, and they have no shame. I mean, I, I know that people are uncomfortable, especially white people. They still cringe. When you when you call someone a white supremacist because right. their brother is one or their mother is one or their father is one or their grandfather or their girlfriend. So they say you guys use, you know, cute phrases like, oh, well, you know, we have different political interests right. or backgrounds, <laughs> right. you know. So, so, so you guys tiptoe around the fact that, yeah, you know, my wife or my husband's a bigot. Um, so you you know you use words like oh well it's a it's a mixed bag of nuts or whatever you know <laughs> yeah. let's, but 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 if we're honest right if we're flagrantly honest the president of the United States led a modern day Klan rally to the Capitol yep there's so, no if ands or buts about that if you if if Ilhan Omar was standing in that hallway when mm-hmm. they came into that building yep. they would have strung her up outside yeah that would have been bad that was a modern day Klan rally led to the Capitol, and then you have a party that is that is that is going and and uh, and three networks over there on the right that are defending the indefensible and and people say oh he's not he's not racist he didn't use the n-word if he had used the n-word he still would have got 70 million votes yeah all right so these people don't care let me it's ask veiled. yeah yeah let me ask you this so how 
Okay, so you're going to have to educate us on now that we know, right, a lot what goes through your head a lot of the time. So you and I have to go back to work eventually down in in these rooms, right, where the the owner, who knows what, you know, he's what their political affiliation is sometimes in some of these rooms that we go to. The other comics that you have to work with, especially you have to work with, you know, and yeah. and now how how do you make sense of that when the guy bringing you up on stage is that? Yeah, but, you know, I I mean, whatever you get, you, we, we work in those circles all the time. I'm going to tell you what's far more pernicious than the guy who brings you up on stage. Cause I know what that guy is. He knows what I think of him. I'm not somebody who sugarcoats shit. Right. Okay. Um, people who know me, but more pernicious than that is the booker, uh-huh. the bookers for these television shows, oh, for yeah. these networks, mm. the, 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 the people that, that, that are comfortable with 20 years of no judges for the golden globes. Right. And that's supposed to be, right? That's supposed to be the left, the, the liberal side. Right. 20, 20 years, there's been no one to pick the winner. No people, no black people. Those are the people to me that are even more demonic. The people that wouldn't rent me an apartment. I was looking for an apartment for two months with a 730 credit score. Right. You know, I work at the cellar as much as anybody else. Clearly, I have the money, not to mention I'm, I'm, I'm writing Super Bowl commercials. I'm doing other shit. Right. Still can't find an apartment in Bedside, Brooklyn. So, Jeez. you know, thinking about the hill, the hillbilly host is um, is small potatoes. Mm. You know, there's a lot more going on. You know, that doesn't allow us to get awards and raise our money. Doesn't allow me to do late night TV. There's lots of networks out here that I'm not going to name on this podcast that I've never been on. I've never been to JFL, which is the biggest comedy stage for comedians. The biggest, you know, it's a, a festival. Never been, you know. So those things are even more pernicious um, than, than, than some, 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 you know, some host at the stand. Well, I got a, you know, my distrust radar as Neil will tell you is now so far through the roof of a lot of people. It's frightening. Um, You know, the expression, black people think white people go, Oh, he's one of the good ones. You know, you've heard of that one, right? You've heard that expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which yeah, is, yeah, of course. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> which is ridiculous. But I like, I like, I like to think I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I never thought that. I, I. Uh, but now my thing is, my thing is when I'm not I, one of the good ones. No, no, you're one of the good ones. I'm saying my. Okay, ex- okay, okay. That's the expression that goes through certain people's heads. What goes through my yeah, head yeah. now? I've created my own one, like because of the Trump stuff, and I really think. Like the anti-Semitism is like through the roof after la- watching this crap for the last four years, and people don't get called out enough on that. Um, mine is absolutely not. Mine is, would he throw me in the gas chamber? That's my new one. So <laughs> would he throw me in the gas chamber? So like, so when this guy's talking to me, like, oh hey, Lane, I'm like, would he throw me in the gas chamber? That's gonna go through my head now. At all time. And I claim that those people in two seconds that all that CPAC shit would throw to get, you know, to vote or suppress me or whatever. Like, oh, he, who are you voting for? Mm, I don't think I'm going to tell you because you're going to throw me in a gas chamber. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't trust any of these fucking. Uh, speaking of distrust, do you have distrust for the vaccine? What is that in the black community? A lot of people. It says, this is a lot of people now. 
And this is because the messaging was shit off the top. But apparently black people have a ton of distrust over the vaccine. Um, well, in, in, all, in all fairness, black people, um, in all fairness, have a healthy distrust of government because the, gov the United States government, a lot of people don't know, has used us to experiment with drugs. Um, you know, even when COVID broke out, we were the ones that were dying, I think, at three times the rate. There was nothing, you know, there was nothing done for that. So I, I can understand where black people have a lot of distrust. I don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with the black people who do mistrust the vaccine, though. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times you hear people like, hey, man, I'm not taking that vaccine because I heard that Bill Gates is like putting chips in there. <laughs> and it, yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, it's like, nigga, nigga, you drive an Uber. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And who is going to spend $50,000 to put a chip in your ass and you work at the bodega? Like yeah. that is a waste of $50,000. That's funny. A lot of motherfuckers <laughs> sitting around playing PlayStation talking about they putting a chip in it. Nigga, they would think the chip was broken if they put a chip in your ass. <laughs> they, would, oh, they would probably come and knock on the door and be like, yo, man, could we check your chip? Because yeah. <laughs> ain't no way in the world. Oh, ain't, no, ain't no fucking way in the world. You've been sitting in the house for two weeks. What the fuck is going on? Yo, no disrespect, son, but we want our chip back, man. Can we please get together? We oh, spent fifty thousand dollars on this chip oh. to sit in, in front of your TV and play PlayStation. Give my goddamn chip back! What are you talking about? That's Worried funny. about a chip, motherfucker? You are you are not chip worthy. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, right. we're spending oh, a lot oh, of money oh, on oh, you. Not, yeah, non chip worthy ass is scared of the vaccine. You better go get that goddamn vaccine. You don't have you don't have nothing worthy of putting the chip in. Do you? Uh, did you get it, or are you on a list somewhere? Um, you know what? I mean, I'll get it whenever it's, it's time for me to get it. Now, I was told, though, Lenny, that if someone calls, go get the vaccine, because if you don't, that these vaccines, you're not pushing some old lady out the way by getting it. That the way that these vaccines work, they're kind of like McDonald's food. If it's not used by the end of the day, it's going in the trash. <laughs> yeah. so, so if somebody calls you and says, hey, man, we got some extra burgers here. Go get them motherfuckers before they throw them out. You oh, are no. not, you are not uh, jumping the line. Oh, I agree. And I think, you, you know, it only helps. I was just reading today 14%, uh, according to this blog I read, 14% of uh, Americans have been vaccinated, and if we can get to thirty, that's when the numbers will really drop. Well, the new thing came out today. Jonathan. And if the, hold on, if they get to sixty, it's really gonna, like it'll almost be killed them. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. The Johnson and Johnson one, it's just one shot. One shot came out today. Yeah, it's like a hundred million in the yeah. next like couple. That's that seems easier. But and that's easier to I get to, to like people in the middle of nowhere. I have to. I mean, I still, you know, it's hard to trust big pharma. I mean the. The pharmacy, they, they're pure evil. They've done so many evil things. It's hard to trust. I mean, I'm, I trust them. I've already done it, but I trust them. But I is in my head. I'm like, uh, I won't be surprised if something is like up with this. It's, it's a little crazy. They've done nothing but bad things over the years. Well, I mean, they, the, their yeah. whole business relies on this now, right? Yeah. When I, I mean, see all those ads, on, up all this, the ads on TV, all, no, but all the ads on TV, they're just pumping this shit to everybody. And this is a big money maker. So of course. with that, 
I, well, well, you don't want to be uh, Moderna gonna, and screw up no, this vaccine, do you? No, I know that. I, I be, I've de- done it, but I just I know something is something in my heart of hearts. I, I feel like not that I'm going to turn into a zombie, but yeah. I feel like there's something going on. You think there's a chip in there, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> Neil, Neil thinks there's a chip in there. I hope, yeah. I hope you. I hope you're moving around so they don't come get it from your ass, Neil. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, let's move on. All right, the next one we're going to do, I want to do, the third corner we're going to do is drinking. John Laster has a, we are so diametrically opposite on this, because you have lived a great drinking life in your life, and I have never had a drink. And um, but What's your go-to drink? Yeah, what's your go-to, first of all? What was your go-to? You know what? They're not paying me, but I'm going to go ahead and shout it out anyway, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say, man, Kettle One. Kettle One Vodka. Oh, vodka. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. Kettle One. Uh, what is the di- – can you taste the difference between vodkas? Oh, ab- a- a- absolutely. Really? And oh, I- wow. I'll do you one I'll, – I'll do you one better. Yeah. You, you can feel the difference in the morning. Oh, okay. okay. You mean some of them are less hangover yeah. Oh yes, kettle one almost eva- almost evaporates. Why is that? You know what I mean. Do you have any idea? Throughout the night, I, I think because it's cleaner. They're they're using a lot less uh, <laughs> bullshit. You know what I mean. It's just like cocaine. When you when you get cocaine, there's a lot less uh, you know baby powder and all the other dumb shit that they put in there to to uh, to beef it up so that they can sell more <laughs> of it. It's yeah, it's not nearly as stepped on that that vodka. Um, so yeah, it doesn't hurt as bad in the morning. Oh okay, yeah. The Russian guy pissed it out. He had great lip. He had great kidneys. And then, uh, well, I drank. I drank uh, two days ago. What'd you drink? I went and got the same whiskey I got you. Yeah. See, this is first of all. Let me just go. I want to this. be a whiskey. Every drinker time something so bad. good happens, we did supermarket sweep. Neil walks in here with like a hundred dollar bottle of whatever that thing. What is that called? Uh, I think it's like, like Scottish whiskey. Some whiskey. Some like, fancy whiskey. McAllen. 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 Some fancy. It's going to sit in that box, mm. seriously, until I'm like, I'm dead. I'm going to pass that on to Birdie. I'm not drinking that shit. Well, speaking of hangovers, I just did, me and Bethel drank. Drink. We, when we finish binging a show, we drink a whiskey. That's our thing. Right? What? You do shots? We, we get so, that's our only accomplishment during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so when we finish a show, we've been, we, we take a shot of whiskey. And then I took like two glasses of whiskey. But it, I like. Talk about a hangover. The next day almost killed me. I mean, it was awful. Because <laughs> of two shots of whiskey? I did, no, two glasses. I just don't drink it. I want to be a whiskey drinker. It looks so cool in the movies. But <laughs> I, now I won't. I yeah. can't. Now I'm away from whiskey for like ice. Now, do you put ice months. in it? I put one, I, one, one cube of ice. One cube of ice. And do you walk around like a tuxedo? Yeah, like I walk shaking, around with the little. I just ordered two whiskey glasses from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. It's like the feel. The, I like the feel. But what do you discuss? Do you like, oh, Bethel? Um, no, I was drinking. Feel, we should talk about literature. I, I, <laughs> no, I got, I got, I got some of that new Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, you don't understand. To drink it is pure and absolute torture. It tastes horrible. I mean, it tastes so bad. And so it's like this weird thing. I just don't think I'm going to make it over. I don't think I'm going to make it as a whiskey drink. I have to. I'm forced to drink like once every million years for a good. Like you guys made me. The last thing I think hey, I drank was was at my. Bachelor. Yeah, we got whatever. you the shot. Yeah, I got a shot. It's that disgusting. Was I don't know how you even. It's just disgusting. I don't know how you do this. Like, what is it? How do you acquire the taste I for don't this? Know. Well, do you drink vodka straight up? Like, or do you drink it with? I, something? You know what? I was, I was, I was drinking my vodka, uh, vodka and cran, vodka and cranberry oh, okay, juice. Okay. There you go. 
And yeah. I mean, I don't know. Neil's a beer guy. I like Guinness because I went uh, to Ireland. Uh, <laughs> good or was that good uh or a bad uh? No, that's a lot of running to the bathroom and burping, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how. Well, what's the first thing you ever got drunk on in your life? The first thing I ever got drunk on, um, when when we were younger, we would we would we were too young to buy liquor, obviously. So we would go to the liquor store, and we would wait until we saw a homeless person coming by and ask them <laughs> to go in and 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 buy us a bottle of Mad Dog 2020. Oh, now, Mad Dog 2020. It's like stereotypical. <laughs> if you ever heard, damn. Now that's like, that's a hangover. That's like a that's like a year hangover. That thing. That's so strong. First, first First of all, first of all, you have to be under the age of 21 to survive it. Right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> because because if you're 22 and you drink Mad Dog 2020, a hole there'll be a hole in the side of your stomach that will leak <laughs> that will leak out onto your pants as you drink it. Well, what's so in it? What's in it? Why is it so bad? Because it's not distilled well enough. I mean, I don't understand how this works. Uh, I, I think it is. I think it's devil piss um, <laughs> in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's satanic piss in a bottle. I think that's what it is. Uh, John, people have been obsessed with getting me drunk um, forever. I mean, I is is it? I need to be more fun, or can they can they just be assholes by themselves? That's that's my. Yo, you know what I mean? Like, what I is would, it? I would have. I would have given any sum of money to be one of those people that that never drank when they were younger. Yeah, because you know what you know what was astounding. What was astounding to me was I saw. Um, oh my God! Why am I drawing a blank? The 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 Last Dance, right? The last. Oh and yeah, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yes, Jordan is talking about going into his teammates room after he had just joined the bulls. Right. right, right. And they've got, this. they've got, they've yep. got liquor and Coke and women in the room. And he said that he was aghast. Yeah. You know? And he says, because back then I had never drank and he didn't drink through college. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching the last dance. Like, what did he just say? Yeah. Yeah. That this guy, you know, but, but it, it, it's, it kind of lets you know, like how he was able to climb to those heights. This guy was locked in. Like, who says that they didn't drink? And I thought that that's what college was for. Yeah, I was like, I thought that was the reason we were here. That's why. That's why I'm so successful. I was locked in back in Albany, John. I was locked in. <laughs> Holy shit! I was the biggest outcast in the world. Like everybody's going out, getting absolutely hammered, and I'm like, I'm the only sober one. Painful to watch. Oh. What oh, a, that's painful, bro. Watching all my friends get completely obliterated and trying to make it home. And then just... Yeah. Ugh, and God. dating was what... Watching I, had a, you, yeah. I, I had a friend that didn't drink like that on the team, and he was a virgin. <laughs> nice. And, and he was a virgin, yeah. Well, that, he, didn't, um, <laughs> that didn't help either. I mean, <laughs> Neil's claim to, <laughs> Neil claims that that is the key to getting drunk, uh, getting laid, is drinking. Well, I mean, it's definitely, I don't, it's hard to imagine going out with the girls and not having drinks. Like, uh, it was, when, my like, dating when life you, is bad. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. were, you, but you, during your peak, you were banging out like 10 dates in like a day. Because I had a bunch You of were dates. meeting them like every 10 minutes at a Starbucks <laughs> and just be like, no, yes, yes, no, yes. I couldn't get to a second date with a lot of these women because like, you don't drink, bye. Yeah. What? Oh, they, yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. awful about it. 
I think they were at a bit of an advantage, you know, because of comedy. Yeah. So, so you know, normally where somebody would be meeting, you know, three or four good-looking look, women a week, we have, you know, 200 in a room. You know, during the, <laughs> That is true. That is so, true. So, uh, so, yeah, I don't do too bad. And if you talk about it on stage, which I do sometimes, other women who don't drink or or don't have a problem with it will be the ones that that approach you when it's over. Yeah, but this is a different deal with you. It's like you could go, you could do one joke like, "Yeah, I drank too much. I I gave it up," and then they're like, "Oh, he gave it up. It's so amazing." <laughs> right. <And> for me, <laughs> I say I never had a drink. They're like fucking serial killer. He's a whack. You know, my <laughs> control freak loser. Like it's well, like let me, the let worst. Me, let me say this. Yo, Lenny, I don't trust people who have never drank. Oh, there you go. Well, don't trust me. Thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They don't yeah, trust I don't, me. I don't trust people. Yeah. <laughs> if someone says they stop, if someone says they stop drinking, I'm like, okay, cool. If someone says they never drink, I'm like, yeah, you got it. You got a dead body somewhere. <laughs> there you go. I will throw you in a gas chamber. It's not good. <laughs> don't trust me. Now somehow some people take a chance. I don't know how they do it, but there is like the factor of the drinking is like liquid courage, right? That that is a real deal. That's a real. Oh, thing. absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not. And and, uh, and the other thing is, I don't have like I have friends who have game. You know, like I got a friend, my my buddy Jeff, man. Like you know, we could go out. It doesn't matter where we are. He always meets women. So like we could be in Starbucks and he'd be like, Hey man, I'm going out with that good looking girl who was standing behind us. And I'm like, how did you pull that off? I don't have any game. I really don't <laughs> like if women, if, if women, seriously, if women don't say something to me first or make it like glaringly obvious, yeah. like I'm not like one of those guys who's like, Hey, so, you know, like, you know, with, with, with the cool lines and shit like that. Right. Like I just, yeah. So I, I, I you know, because of sports and then I got into entertainment, I've been fortunate enough to just, you know, we, we've had a lot of women around. So I'll just say yeah. that. Yeah. So, so I've never had the, uh, the, the, the gift of gab. So yeah. Can I buy you a drink is a good opening line. It is, but I don't want to spend money on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also very cheap and those drinks are expensive, but the good thing where we work, sometimes they will give me one. Hey, can my friend have a drink? They're like, I, they love it because I never ask for anything. So they're like, of course your friend can have a drink. You know, it's like, all right, because I've saved them $17 billion on not drinking over the years. Um, my wife used to love a good glass of wine, but now she, she can't even do that. Like she, she's, uh, her head is a lightweight. I mean, she yeah. gets a headache no matter what. It used to be just red wine, give her a headache. Now it's white wine, gives her a headache. I think it's over for poor Gina. Well, I drank red wine because it's so healthy. That's what, that's what got me into What do you mean? So healthy. Where do you get this shit? Like it's it, not so every healthy. other day. I'm reading some article that red wine makes you live like, you know, everybody in Italy lives forever and they're, it's red wine. It's that's red not wine. the red wine. It's the diet. No, I think and they it's the, walk it's the red wine. So I feel like okay. I do try to drink red wine. I'm on a wine list I'm on a wine service that sends you wine every month called First Leaf. <laughs> really? Yeah, they send you 12, oh, wow. 12 bottles. 12 bottles? Every, every two months. Wait, you drink 12 bottles every two months? Well, because of, in the pandemic, I've been with Bethel and her mom. Yeah. And then, oh, I would start drinking too. But probably. Bethel's mom's like super old school. 
And so at five o'clock, like yeah. it's unbelievable. At five o'clock, she's like, "Time for the drink." Well, she's also got a little bit of dementia, so she doesn't remember that she. Drank yeah, sometimes it at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes she'll try to cut in. Like one time, she came to me. It was like two thirty in the afternoon. She's like, "Time for the drink." I'm like, "It's two thirty. I like. She's like, "Oh, she's like, it is." She's like, "She's like, I guess I gotta wait." She was still gonna do it, but no. It's, but it's five. It's seven thirty somewhere, Neil. No, but I I remember my girlfriend in high school also had that. Her dad would come home from work and we'd be there and he'd be like before he's like he's like don't say a word and he'd run over and get like a drink like that world's kind of gone i feel like. oh yeah that's the, you mean the like the madmen they go to work that thing like a, yeah, yeah that world yeah. where you got to get a cocktail at five o'clock yeah, yeah like yeah. i don't I, they that, come home from work that's never been part the of ice it. cubes go in the thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no like, that's tv yeah i don't think that happens anymore but actually i did know somebody that we went to a, like a tennis club one time. <laughs> I played at this tennis club. I anytime I had to go to a tennis club, I yeah. start sweating because you know anything fancy like that. And then this guy like at he we finished playing, and this guy pulled out like a little mini cooler and dumping ice in there and started pouring himself a little cocktail on the tennis court. Yeah, at no, this no, club. There's a lot of drinkers. Like, what? Like I am amateur compared. Who's to those drinking people? after tennis? <laughs> I know. You really want to drink? Yeah. Bro, that's the way that I used to drink. I would have been drinking during the match, like after I hit every ball, <laughs> every ball over the every everyone that went over the net, I'd be like taking a little shot, and then ball come back, slap it over the net, take a little shot. Yeah, that was that's how that's how bad it got for me. So. I don't know. I can't even deal with the. I couldn't even deal with these girls with like the white wine breath or the red wine. Any wine breath, be like, hey, how? I'm like, oh my god, back up. Yeah, I can't. Well, when you're with a girl that's like super drunk, it's just annoying for you. It's so annoying. That's yeah, awful. It's probably. beyond annoying. Yeah. Ugh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go over there. I can't do it. But it was so, it was just not in my world. I don't know. That's it. And it doesn't matter anymore. I made it to the other side. Yeah, yeah. I feel I mean, good about yo, myself. It's, yo, and it and it, sa and it saves a lot of money. Oh my God! I, once you, yeah. Ridiculous. People yeah, spend so much money. Oh, yeah. And because once you get those first two drinks down, I might as well buy one for everybody else. <laughs> oh, no, that that did, never went through my head. No, once you uh, oh, once yeah. you drink at a restaurant, the bill at the restaurant, yeah, which with alcohol is is night and day. That drove me nuts too. Yeah. We'll wrap it up with this. That drove me nuts oh, too. Every yeah, meal yeah, yeah, I yeah, ate yeah. in my twenties, <laughs> from twenty to forty, two bottles of wine. Every, on the thing. my oh. the bill, like my meal, probably should have cost twenty bucks. It cost fifty dollars. I spend more money yeah. on my friends. Everybody go suck it, all of you. <laughs> like I remember one time, my, yeah. the story I had, we went for pizza at Patsy's. Okay, for somebody's birthday party, yeah. and I the bill for two slices or three slices of pizza was like fifty bucks because they had so much wine, whatever. Yeah, for this the pizza, wine the be, salad. Uh, it was like a girls' pizza party. Yeah. Salad, all that side wine. shit. They wine, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the pizza. I'm like, I could have had two slices on the corner for five dollars and a coke. You stink. <laughs> like the, just the alcohol. Forget it. I don't want to talk about this anymore. And, al and alcohol is the ultimate gateway drug. Like it doesn't matter what drug you do. Yeah. I don't care if it's weed. I don't care if it's meth. I don't care if it's coke. It all started with some drinking, right? You never heard a story start with, so, yo, we were sniffing this Coke, and then this guy comes in with beer. No, it doesn't <laughs> start like that. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. And, and, 
and then, and then can you believe this guy walked in with a six pack? You know what I mean? He never yeah. Yeah. And then we ran so out, and this little so- kid walks in with some Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Pablo Escobar had a brewery. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, man. he had this Coke Empire, and then was like, hey, why don't I uh, start a brewery? No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. That's yeah, liquor, liquor is the ultimate gateway. It leads to all of anything that you do after that. See yeah. that, Neil? Damn it. Stay out of trouble. Too late now. All right, kids. Stay at stay stay sober, kids. All right. Let's go to the last one, Neil. I got to put you in the soundproof right. booth. We're going to do a little quiz. The way it works is, John, I, since you're not here, we put Neil in one of my back rooms here. We close the door on him. And then we do a little, we, you answer as many as you can. And then uh, Neil will try and beat you. Okay. And we bring him back in. No. Gina, is Neil in the booth there? Is he? He's in the booth? Okay. All right, John. 15 questions. Um, this is Naismith Award winners. For the people who don't know, the Naismith Award is awarded to the best college basketball player of the year. And so if I said, I will give you the year and the team, you give me the guy. So if I said 1969 UCLA, it would be Lou Alcindor. Okay? Yes. All right. Yes. Let's do it. Number one, 1970 LSU. 1970, is that uh, uh, Pistol P? Yep. Pistol P. Maravich. Okay. 1974, UCLA. That should be Lou Alcindor. 1974, UCLA. Is that going to be Walton? Yep. 1979, Indiana State. That's going to be uh, Larry Bird. Yep. 1983, Virginia. 1983. Is that one of the Twin Towers? Uh, is that Ralph Sampson? Yes. 1988. Okay. 1988, Kansas. 1980. It's going to be Danny. Uh, God damn it. What was Danny's last name? Oh, Danny. Uh, Danny. Um, it's not Danny Ainge. It's Danny. Uh, I forgot his last name. Oh, man. I'll, uh, I'll give you the first letter. M. Danny Manning. Yes. 1989, Duke. That is going to be... That is going to be the guy who played in the Olympics. Um, uh, Christian Leitner. Oh, no. No, right? No. Is it is it Leitner? No, it was too early. Um, let's keep going. Nineteen ninety four Purdue. Nineteen ninety four Purdue. I should know that. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Purdue then. Mm. Uh, Nineteen ninety four. It's big. Yeah. Is that no? Is that is that no? Because Tim Duncan played in the ACC. That would be. Um, for 294. I don't know. Okay, we'll go to the next one. 1997, Wake Forest. That's going to be Tim Duncan. Yes. 1998, North Carolina. 98, Carolina. Uh, Jay Williamson? No. 1999, Duke. These are all NBA guys. Thank 1999, Duke. Vince Carter? Oh, that was North Carolina. He played for North Carolina. 2004, St. Joseph. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
2004 St. Joseph's. This was a hard one. 2004 St. Joseph's. Yeah, I have no idea. All right. 2007 Texas. 2007 Texas. Got to be Kevin Durant. Yes. 2012 Kentucky. Anthony Davis. Yes. 2016 Oklahoma. That's going to be Trey. No. Close. And 2020 Dayton. Last year out of Dayton. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Not bad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's so funny. The older, the older ones, you everybody knows. The newer ones, nobody knows. It's weird. Neil. <laughs> you know, I went from 1970 to 2020. It's so crazy. All right, let's see. Yeah. Who is? Where's oh, you Neil? can't tell me yet. I can't tell you. I'm gonna ready. Yep. Did you hear any of that? No. Okay, good. All right, so this is. <clears throat> I'm going to do some college basketball. Who won the last time? Do you remember if you beat him the last time? I think uh, he beat you. Oh, yeah. I probably lost. Yeah. This is Naismith Award winners. Oh, gosh. The college basketball player of the year. I'm going to give you All by right. year and ascending as we, you know, from 1970 to 2020. Okay. There's only 15 of them. I jump around years. So if I said 1969 UCLA, you would say? Uh, Kareem? Well, Lou Alcindor. Lou Alcindor. I'd give you Kareem. Okay. All right. So he didn't get that many. You have a shot. You have a shot. You got about half. All right. All right. They're they're like I said. It's the older ones are easier than the newer ones. It's crazy. All right. Let's do it. Nineteen seventy LSU. Pete Maravich. Yep. Nice. (laughs) He gulped there for a second. (laughs) Nineteen seventy four UCLA. Bill Walton. Yep. Nineteen seventy nine Indiana State. Larry Bird. Yeah. Nineteen eighty three Virginia. Ralph Sampson. Yeah. I named my dog Ralph, for God's sake. <laughs> 1980, 1988, Kansas. Danny Manning. That's right. 1989. The kid on my uh, you guys with tied. me played with that team. With, really? Who played? Uh, uh, I don't uh, Never mind. 1989, Duke. <laughs> Say that again? 1989, Duke. Oh, shit. I mean, it's a tough one. I guess I'll say it's either... I say Grant Hill, but no. Uh, Grant. No, he guessed that too. It's uh, Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, too bad. Shit. Uh, 1994, Purdue. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, the the Glenn Robinson. Yes. Big Dog Robinson. Wow. Neil. Wow. Neil's up by one. I knew it was Danny Ferry. <laughs> 1997, Wake Forest. Uh, 19. Oh, that's... Uh, Chris Paul. No, Tim Duncan. Oh, I knew it. I just got caught up in Chris Paul. The only only two players. You guys are back to tied. Damn it. The only two players from Wake Forest. Still tied, but now this is where John had a lot of trouble from here. They fired Danny Manning. I couldn't believe it. 1998, North Carolina. uh, 19, which one? 1998, North Carolina. It seems like it's too recent to say, but I'll say it. Tyler Hansborough? Oh, my God, no. But Shit. you're right. He was one. Uh, 1998. No, I know who. It's uh, 1998. Then, I don't know. It was Antoine Jameson. Oh, shit, I wouldn't have got that. That's, oh! Come on, you guys. And then the next year, 1999, Duke. 
Grant Hill. Nope. Oh shit. Nice try. Elton Brand. Oh, you 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 faked oh, me out with the old I look. You did the old look like, oh, go with your other choice. That's bullshit. Oh, I love this so much. That was that's against the rule. Still tied. 2004, St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's. This is the hardest one. 2004. Uh, I know who it is, but I can't think of his name. He played guard in NBA forever. Uh Son of a bitch. I just can't think of his name, but I'm, I'm seeing him. Nelson. Oh, shit. Yeah. That is correct. Jameer Nelson. Good job, Neil. <laughs> Holy shit. Never, never would have guessed that Neil's one. Neil's up by one. All he right. played forever in the NBA. He might still be playing, for God's sake. Uh, 2007, Texas. Uh, uh, Katie. Yeah. Durant. Kevin Durant. Two, 2012, Kentucky. Uh, I guess it would. I mean, I want to say, uh, he's either a guy for the Lakers or John Wall. Uh, John Wall, the other one, oh! Anthony, yeah! Anthony Davis. <laughs> I didn't think it was Anthony Davis because oh, John Wall was the number one draft pick, right? Yeah, Shit. yeah. <laughs> All right, so here you go. We have two questions left. He got them both wrong. All you got to do is get one out of two right, right, and you win. I need this. I need this. I need this victory. 2016. Yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, shit. Uh, Buddy Heel. That's right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Neil is the winner. Oh my God! Who the fuck, Buddy Healed? <laughs> Buddy Healed. <laughs> Buddy Healed. I can't believe it. Can, can you get last year's Neil? Uh, last 20, year, twenty twenty out of Dayton. Oh, out of Dayton. Yep. Not Obi Toppin. Yeah, oh, Obi Toppin was the Naismith Player of the Year. He now plays for the Knicks. Oh, uh, well, they cut off the year. They didn't even finish. They it. finished it, but oh, they wow. gave it to Obi Toppin. Can you believe it? I watch wow. every time I watch this guy play. I'm like, that was the Player of the Year. Oh wow! Oh my God. That was tough. That's where I, that's how I came. I was like, I can't believe it. Oh, All right. You beat John. That Blaster. felt good. It felt good. That felt good, huh? All right. well, I haven't got <laughs> last, a lot. I, I haven't got a lot of wins, so any win feels good. Yo, uh, last time last time I got killed in this competition. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> get better. I'm, I'm, I'm gaining ground. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, all that's right. Good quiz. The way we end this show is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. Neil, why don't you start with this one? Uh, my good thing is not, it's my mom. Yeah. She, she, she has been, no, she's sick or she's been sick, but she's been trying to get this fucking vaccine. Yeah. She got it. She's got it for, she's tried for over a month. She signed up everywhere. She's gone to places. They won't give her the freak. It's, it's the most, it's the craziest thing ever. Just, and so finally today she's getting it right now, apparently. And so, I mean, literally, literally she's gone to CVS. They won't give it to her. She's gone to the place. They won't give it to her. Then my dad got it. They went in together and they still won't give it to her at the same place. They're like, I'm like, I can't believe they're like the way they're giving it out. Just give it to everybody. If they're there, just give, I don't know. From what I just read though, if she gets it and your dad gets it and I know you've gotten it. Yeah. You're good to go. You can go visit. I think so. I mean, it's, it's a big turning point that we could actually feel like we're not going to, I'm not going to kill my parents. No, that's, that's a big thing. Like they're saying if you didn't have, like they could have it and still give it to you if you didn't have it, you know, that you could be carriers or whatever. But if you all, apparently if you all have it vaccine and you could sit in a room and have dinner, it's no problem. Yeah. But she's obsessed. She, she's like, got a little obsessive thing to her. Yeah. She, I didn't, I mean, she has been going crazy trying like, to get it. waking up at like 1201 oh, no. 1201 to sign <laughs> the, up and i've been helping her too i've i get like things yeah. every day from yeah. virginia like 
uh, down in Richmond vaccines. And I'm like, can you get there? It's been crazy. It's been like the craziest anyways. So she's getting it. That's good news. <laughs> John, one good thing, one bad thing of the week. One good thing, one bad thing of the week. Yeah, either one. You don't have to have both. You could have one good thing that happened to you this week or one bad thing that happened to you this week or... Uh, one good thing that happened to me this week, I think I got a, another investor for the company. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Um, one bad thing. I. Um, well, you don't have to have a bad thing. Good thing. How can you have a bad thing when you have a I, billion I, dollar I, app? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, let me let me let me tell you. My, uh, we're we're, Lenny, you, we're on you, our way over there right now. Yeah, just to my, hang out with my, you. My, my yacht. My yacht needs a new engine, yeah. Lenny. I'll drive you to the place. Uh, can I just get? Can I get in on the ground floor? <laughs> you can untie my the man, yacht. My, you know? I'll bring you a coffee right now. Just let me in. Just give me a, Just give me one. <laughs> One percent of anything. Go ahead, John. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say my bad thing for the week was uh, was I um, if you have a sweet tooth, you do not want to be stuck in an airport with no Cinnabon. Oh um, man! So I, I, I was in I was in Detroit with for two hours with no uh, Cinnabon. I walked all over that damn oh, airport. That's so good. <laughs> that Cinnabon? That's, yeah, that's so literally, good. we did this on the show. So good. It is the number one worst thing on the planet you can eat is Cinnabon. Oh, yeah. It's like, it good. oh, it's got, it's gotta be. It's the worst thing. It's, it's got so many calories. Uh, it's just disgusting. I would eat anything it, else in the whole airport than a Cinnabon. It's <laughs> gotta be a walking heart attack. You know what's even worse than that? I'm walking around this airport, right, and and I finally find the cinnamon rolls anyway at McDonald's. McDonald's has a version <laughs> oh, yeah, of a cinnamon, right? One. They have the new one. Yeah, y yeah, they they've got a new one. And the guy hands me the thing, and the first thing that popped into my head is, why the fuck would anyone wear a Detroit Lions hat? I was like, is this guy on crack? And then I was like, oh, that's right. And then it dawned on me, oh, I'm in Detroit. <laughs> that poor guy. That poor guy. Well, my good yeah. my good thing of the week is coming up. I don't know. I'm kind of trying to figure out when this airs, but um, we are in March, and the clocks are about to turn ahead. And, Neil, I love a good clock's turn ahead. It gives me hope. Oh, like it when you get more hope. daylight? I get a little more daylight. Yeah. I can take Birdie out for a little, you know, post-school, you know, run around. Um, the weather just gets a little better once yeah. it turns the clocks back. I think the snow hope. usually. Hope. Oh, there's hope. <laughs> there's hope. I got a vaccine You're on the coming horizon. Out of the ground. Oh, and a, an amazing Coming to America is coming out. Oh, Coming to America for Leslie's coming out. But yeah, yeah. so it's, you know, there's some, but that has nothing to do with me. Um, yeah, but that's going to be pretty fun on Friday. I'm going to watch that. You're going to watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean it's coming out on It's the, coming out March Oh, 5th. you're going to watch this, it? This Friday night it comes out. All right, enjoy. Enjoy. All right, Twitter. Let's talk uh, Real John La At Twitter, it's at Real John Laster. On Instagram is, of course, his... Yeah, I just followed on Instagram just now. Cool. Well, how many wait. How many uh, followers does he have now? At, he, he was a funny. lot. What's a lot? A Millions? Lot. Yeah, he has a lot. Oh, wow. He has a lot. He can make or break you. He can <laughs> make or break us. Yeah. Uh, John, it was great having you on. Um, please, again, we'll check back in in a couple of years with you, and you'll probably be on that yacht somewhere. Hopefully the signal will be good enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be, we got I'll, good Wi-Fi on there. <laughs> I'll yeah. be serving you vodka on the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you know, if you serve me vodka, that yacht will be short-lived. Trust me. <laughs> oh, uh, go see John Lasser perform. He's the, he's the best. I'm telling you right now. Um, thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks so much. Thanks for doing it, John. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.